I'm Jessica Risker. Welcome to Music Therapy. I'm a Chicago musician, and uh, here's my album right here. You can get it from Western Vinyl. And I'm also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Uh, music Therapy is a show where I use my experience as a counselor to discuss issues related to mental health and mental health awareness um, that are particularly relevant for artists and musicians. Um, today we're going to be talking to, to Eric Hall of Intel Buildings, who is also on Western Vital and just put out a really great new album. Um, and so we'll be checking in with him and seeing how he's been doing during the pandemic and how his life is going, how his music is feeling, and if anything has changed, and, and just kind of talking about all that stuff. So before I invite him on, um, let me share just a few things here. So stick around after the interview. I'm going to be playing a brand new song and we'll see if I can get through it. It's a little rough, but I committed to doing songs this weekend, new songs. So I'm going to do that. Um, Thursday, June 4th, I'm doing a live stream um, of some old and my new songs through uh, Lincoln Hall and Shuba's Instagram live stream. So that's Thursday, June 4th. I think it's at 7.30 p.m. And let's see, tomorrow I've got Ty Maxson, one of my favorite Chicago artists. And on Monday I've got Stephen Paul Smoker of SB Smoker. The following weekend, uh, we have yet to officially confirm, but and I see she's watching, so it's going to be Carrie Couch of Cafe Mustache. And uh, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be doing that on Friday. And Kurt Oren and Holmquist of Esther is going to be on Sunday. And Dr. Leslie Tanner is returning next Monday. So please check them out. Um, let's see, yeah, let's get, let's get Eric on here. So Eric, whenever you can, uh, just join, request to join. Let's see. Waiting for Eric to join. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Just turning Thank on my volume. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. So where are you right now? I am in, I'm in my studio, uh, my basement studio in my house. Where's your house located? Uh, it's in Michigan in a little town called Galeen. Okay. We're, about, we're like an hour and a half from Chicago and about five minutes from the nearest town. <laughs> Okay, so how many people are in your area? Oh, I mean, you know, I think the township, that's a great question. It's not a whole lot in Galeen, but if you go just down the road, I mean, it's, you know, maybe a couple or a few thousand, I'm not sure exactly, but uh, okay. if you go just down the road, then, you know, there's more towns like Three Oaks and New Buffalo, Michigan, that you've probably maybe heard more of they're kind of more like um you know destination spots for people in the city do they um, have the, the walmart and everything people go i grew up in a town of like a thousand people so we had our bigger towns nearby that we would go to yes right so yeah for 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 walmart um or martin's is our grocery store we have to go to niles michigan which is just about 20 minutes in the opposite direction okay or we can go to South Bend, Indiana, which is actually equidistant. Basically, you could go to South Bend, Niles, Benton Harbor, or Michigan City, all of which are about 20 minutes, 25 minutes from, from where well, I am. That's nice. You have options. Yeah, depending on your mood. You can decide <laughs> well, what is your mood today? Direction. In general. 
Uh, today I'm good. I, um, it's beautiful. I just got done painting a ceiling in our house. Um, we're, my wife and I are gradually chipping away at, we just bought this house a couple of years ago. And so we're gradually making it exactly what we want it to be. So what is your, I've started off that kind of makes me wonder about what your life is looking like now. And, um, you know, in general, I've been starting these interviews off by asking people, what did your life, what was a typical day or week for you before the lockdown happened with the pandemic? Can you describe how you would spend a day or a week? Yeah. Um, well, you probably get this a lot, but there's not really a typical day or even week that's consistently so, but, you know, um, it would depend on, you know, there's a lot, there's a couple groups that I do a lot of touring. And so if I'm, if it's a year where there's a new record, then I'm, I'm gone a lot. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm home, my time is divided between other work that I can do from here, uh, music related work that I'm able to do here in the studio. And then just the time that I have to be able to make, you know, my own stuff. Um, and then honestly, this last couple of years, lots of time spent working on the house and property that, that, that we live in now. But, um, you know, it kind of shifts between those different modes, honestly. So today so I, I went and, sold a canoe to a guy that I uh -huh. <laughs> need to get rid of and then painted a ceiling. And now I'm talking to you. And then, um, you know, tomorrow I have to listen to some masters of a record that I just got done mixing for somebody that, you know, is going to come out later this year. And, uh, and then, you know, I will have a lot of time spent probably on the computer tomorrow as well with, um, okay. Just so, you know, before before this happened, did you did you have any plans that changed because of the lockdown? Yeah, uh, there were some performances that that were canceled. There was some studio work that was canceled. If I'm being honest, though, this year, um, you know, if this had happened in 2019 or, or, or 2018, for that matter, it would have been um, a, a a much bigger impact on my my work you know my mm -hmm. kind of just how my year would have gone i was doing a lot of a lot more traveling in those years um mm -hmm. this year was already kind of naturally set up to be more of an ebb in the cycle of you know, when I'm busy or, you know, traveling or, or have, you know, when I have a new project out. Uh -huh. um, so in that sense, this is, uh, it's, it's affected me, but it also hasn't in, in a lot of ways. My life, my life is the same as it would have been um, in terms of, you know, my days, my day to day and my work. Okay. Um, but certainly some stuff that got canceled, that was a major bummer. Um, uh, we were in our mutual friend, Emily Jane Powers. We were in the mm -hmm. middle of making her new record and, and then this all came down. And um, so she and I had an interview on the day 
one yeah. of the days that she's supposed to go in the studio. Yes, I saw. I saw most of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, a thing. <laughs> she's doing great figuring out where to go with that record, and I think we're going to finish it. But, um, you know, that, that affects her much more than it affects me, of course. But. Yeah. There's been a variety. I mean, there's been some people I've talked to that entire rest of the year got disrupted or they just felt like they were on a upper trajectory and this was like kind of their year and they're going to South by or, you know, sure. had things planned out in festivals and all that. And then it just got halted. But other people have been like, this is kind of what my life, my life looks like anyway. And in some ways it hasn't been the hardest thing for me personally. Yeah. Depends on and the yeah, it's, I've just been constantly faced with just the privilege of of basically on a day to day level it's it's business as usual for me mm -hmm. here lately for the most part what about your wife has she what does she work yeah she she works full time and uh you know her she her <laughs> my income is feast and famine and, and her income is the same every two weeks. So, you know, yeah. she, and thankfully she has a job right now still. She's still working full time. She's the chef at a farm nearby called Grainer Farm. Uh -huh. um, she's also a cookbook writer. She just put out a book last year and she's working on her next book. Um, well, what's her cookbook? It's called Roughage. It's Roughage? Uh, yeah, it's like it's it's full, it's it's a vegetable centric cookbook, but That's also awesome. full of her stories and um, just her take on each each vegetable has its own chapter and starts with an essay and then a bunch of different recipes. Okay, so that was a major thing for her last year, and she did a ton of traveling. And thankfully, you know, her year promoting her book is is. It's fine. And her job here is to cook dinners at the farm Fridays and Saturdays and do other events throughout the week. And uh -huh. so they've had to retool and basically cancel the dinners for the, the season. And uh -huh. but meanwhile, she's instead just creating a bunch of stuff that they can sell on their farm stand, baking a bunch of bread and some preserved stuff and some different things that people can maybe take home. And, Okay, cool. good. So she's able to to still make it work with all the. Yeah, it's it's very fortunate. Um, so you had said that you you know do a lot of traveling and touring, and it it sounded like it wasn't, you know, that you do your own projects too, but that you'll tour with other musicians as well. Yeah. Who else do you work <laughs> with? Well, uh, playing a band called Wild Bell with my friends Elliot and Natalie. Mm -hmm. And Quinn Kirchner from Chicago, mm -hmm. um, and Callan is is uh, the 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 other member of the band. Uh, we for the last sheesh eight eight or nine years already. We've been a band, and we we travel a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then my band in Tall Buildings had a new record a couple of years ago, and did a lot of touring that year. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but a good, a good, a good run. Um, those are kind of like the two main gigs, two okay. main touring 
touring bands. So one, one of the things that I found very interesting talking to musicians is their relationship with touring and, and sometimes in how it's changed over time. I, I guess I'm just wondering, how do you feel about touring? Do you enjoy it? <laughs> it, uh, it changes as I, as I near 40. Uh-huh. Um, but Changes I do it. Well, it's just it's harder it, in 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 almost every way. But it's also just as much fun as ever. Um, but you know the things like you know it's it's all the cliches. Living in a van, yeah, sucks. And you know uh, getting either you know not enough or barely enough sleep mm-hmm. in like a different weird bed every night. Um, just not, I'm not, I don't mean to complain about it. It's, it's fun. And I, I've, I love touring. It's, it's great. Um, but I think that for me, um, gradually the more the old, this, you know, slightly older I get, the less I'm kind of trying to get back in the van, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I think, I think it's real, you know, it's, it's honest. It's there are parts of it that are fun, but there are parts that are really hard. And there are parts fun. that are, that are like, so the most fun, you know, and, and yeah. lately it's this, this whole weird time has been, I feel like everyone everywhere is kind of reminiscing and like digging back in their photos and kind of sharing memories. And um, it's been great because we just think about all the things that are, that just brought us so much joy and laughter and uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. So as you, you know, evolve and you continue to put out music and, and work with, with other groups and other musicians, how would you like to shape the role of touring, you know, moving forward for the next few years? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think that we're, we're always just trying to figure out how to tour smarter and um, only do the 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 shows that really hit on all the different levels where you're going to feel good, you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to make some money mm-hmm. and uh, maybe have a new experience. Or, you know, if it's, if it's one or two of those things and not all mm-hmm. of them, that's okay. But Ideally, it's like you're gaining, yeah. you're gaining one or more of those things. It's, it's, it, you get better at discerning how to do that as you go, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but honestly, in the last good chapter, touring has been good to me. It's been, it's been really enjoyable. As far as like hitting those boxes? Yeah. Yeah. Having a good time and... And um, whether it's, you know, playing in other people's bands is how I make some of the money that I make. And playing in my own band is how I spend a lot of the money that I sure, make. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having a band to, 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 to make all of your songs come to life. Um, so there's pros and cons to each. So how long have you been able to make just doing music your principal form of income 
it has been uh i think it's it's been almost a decade i think since i've had to really have like another you know since i had my last job you know which was at a deli in chicago mm -hmm. um great deli it's no longer there but yeah that was i think it's been almost 10 years so what was the turning point did something happen that you made the leap uh yeah it's i think it's it coinc certainly coincided with when wild bell got really busy that uh -huh. became a a really steady uh, gig for all of us. Mm -hmm. And not like we were all, you know, you know, making bank on tour or anything, but, but it, it, it took up such a percentage of our year that we all decided we're going to prioritize this and see it through and, 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 um, you know, roll with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, how, I mean, how, how does it sit with you to have, you know, you said feast or famine before, how does that, is that stressful? Do you just roll with it? It's a little stressful. Um, it gets better each year, you know, it's kind of always creeping upward. Otherwise I would have to look into another line of work, uh, I think, but you know, the stress gets times, less or the income gets more or both? Oh, the income. Yeah. Okay. The stress is, it's, I'm not that stressed, honestly. I'm very, I'm, I'm, it goes, it goes, it goes well. It, it goes fine. And for my wife and me, we have a really good uh, setup and, you know, huh. we, we have very, clear expectations of of what we're trying to be able to accomplish in any given year and okay. uh you what know, do you mean by that what do you what do you mean uh just what we need you know what what the kind of life that we want to to live and and uh -huh. what we need in, in order to be able to do that so, so can you do, do you guys have like a conversation or how do you how do you create that sort of vision um it's so distracting to see who shows up. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my first time going live. So great. Oh, thanks. It's, it's, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we talk about it, uh, Abra and I. We, it's one of the things that we pride ourselves on is our ability to talk and, uh, uh -huh. you know, figure it out together. I don't want to like dig in too much if you don't want to share, but you know, as I think a lot of musicians might find it interesting to think about when you're, it sounds like you're being very intentional about the sort of life and lifestyle that you want to create and that you're okay with. It's not just kind of going along and seeing what happens when, when you say that to me, that's what it makes me think about. And so are you guys discussing like, here's, here's the income we'd like to hit, or is it just more of a, we're happy with this, this sort of life or what, you know, when you talked about this year, 2020, what did you have in mind for what that would look like for you guys? Um, I think that it's more just a matter of kind of constantly reassessing 
where we are, what's around the bend, and whether it warrants changing course or not, you know. And um, thankfully, we've both been um, just happy with our the trajectory of what we're working on in the last uh -huh. couple of years. And so sometimes it's, you're, you're, you don't, you know, there's never certainty and you're always kind of like, yeah. certainly hope that this is a, a, a good year and that that thing that I'm hoping for comes through and whatnot, uh, that project or that gig or whatever. Um, but I think that we've just continually felt like we're on an okay track here. And so we're going to, until we decide we need more, uh, you know, and, and we're not, and we don't have what we need, then, then, we'll, you know, change course maybe, but we're feeling good. Okay. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you said that you also do some, some mixing or what, what's the other piece pieces of the musical work that you do? Yeah. Some engineer kind of just a mix of freelance audio work, whether it's recording and mixing bands uh -huh. or um, I do over the years, I've done a lot of work for the, for UIC for, for um, yeah. just audio, audio work, audio editing and processing. Uh -huh. And um, I've done also a little bit more composing lately. I did some music for a movie that came out earlier this year. And um, that was, that was one of the, the things that came up last year that I, that I spent some good time on. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a, a mix. Um, it's kind of always, always changing. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it's a, a patchwork of, but all music related types of things. Which, and, that, and that's really cool. You've been able to make a, uh, a career out of kind of keeping it all under that umbrella. You have a new album. Um, I was wondering if you would kind of share with people the concept. It's really good. I've really been enjoying it. Oh, thank um, you. In the afternoons. Um, will you, can you talk a little bit about the album? Yes. Uh, it's, it's my recording and performance and recording of a piece called Music for 18 Musicians by Steve Reich. Uh, it was written in 1970. It was completed in 1976. Um, kind of instantly went down as his like primary uh, opus, his kind mm -hmm. of minimalist masterpiece. It's an hour long piece of music. It's been my favorite piece of music for a long time. And oh, okay. I, um, two winters ago, just decided to try and record it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it just came out a couple of weeks ago on Western Vinyl. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you, do you have any plans or did you have any plans to take the album? How is it? How would you perform it? Did you have any plans to try to take it out or are you hoping to do that? No, that's, that's kind of another reason why this situation we're all in uh, didn't this particular record is not one that I was going to tour on. You know? uh -huh. 
Um, it's funny. Every, I have gotten a lot of questions about that. Like, wh how, you know, would you ever do this live? And, and yeah. I, w I just wouldn't, it's not really, um, I didn't, I never intended to, to, to take it there. It's, it's, it was something that um, I wanted to, it was an experience I wanted to have a recording and, and turned out well enough to, to, to share. And, and, and I'm so glad to be able to put it out. Um, mm -hmm. But to do it live would be, uh, I feel like that would take it into kind of like a, more of like a, it would be kind of like a stunt, you know, it would almost be like a, yeah. like a, like a, like an act, you know, like a, yeah. Some kind of like circus act or something, which I'm, I'm not really interested in trying to make that happen. Um, I would love to put a band together and, and, and actually play it with the number of people it would require to, to, mm -hmm. you know, realize this version of the, of the arrangement. That would be, that would be a dream, but that would be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know who's, I don't know who's going to pay for that. <laughs> if there's any, um, you know, performing arts center talent buyers out there, that's, that would, you know, the offer is, the idea is on the table. Kind of, I have, I have one more question that's going back a little bit, but I'm just interested to kind of explore this with musicians. You know, especially ones that that are able to sustain a career um, with their music, and that's kind of you. You know, you do again. You do a lot of musical projects. You work with other people and and do some engineering and composing. And but then, of course, you have your your own um, catalog of work and what you're continually working on. And, and my question is, how, if any, how much you know is that shaped by the writing, I mean, and the recording, is that shaped by the idea that somebody's, that, you know, an audience might hear this? You know, are you thinking of the audience or are you just making something because you like it and it sounds good and if they happen to like it too, that's great? Or does the idea that part of this is your means of income, does that play into any of the creative choices you make with your own music? I mean... Ideally, the answer would be no, <laughs> but I think I can't. I can't say that the, that the thought doesn't creep into my mind while I'm making while I'm making music of, you know, what will happen with it and and how will it be received? You know, once it's out of my mm -hmm. personal ownership, you know. But I do think I'm getting better at at that. I think I'm I'm. figuring out more and more how to um, get a lot of ideas out within a space that is much more kind of um, efficient and, and, and kind of uh, just if efficient in terms of, you know, you have the idea, you want to execute it quickly and efficiently enough for it to exist in, in its purest form, the way that it existed in your, in your mind in the moment that you had it, you know, and 
the long, sometimes for me, the longer it takes to do that, mm-hmm. the more kind of adulterated the, the, the thing can become, you know, or the more kind of informed by these other concerns or, mm. you know, by the idea of other, other people's impressions and whatnot. And sometimes that can be cool. You know, sometimes that, sometimes that makes it better. You know, sometimes if, if what your goal is to make a, make something that's going to resonate in a certain way, you know, if you want to make a, a great pop song, or if you want to make, uh, you know, if you're, if you're kind of, emulating you know if, if you're taking from if you're taking inspiration from things that you know worked and you're trying to create a certain type of you know song or piece or whatever it may be um you know there have been songs of mine that have turned out very differently than i initially kind of thought they would um when i decided to like make it shorter and or you know make it uh add drums you know, make it more fun or something. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is it can, it, it's not always a bad thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I think that was my question. I mean, you first, this isn't a pushback, but at first you said, ideally, you wouldn't want it to be that way, even though certainly can acknowledge that sometimes that can positively inform, you know, what you're creating. But why, why do you think you, you use that phrase that ideally you would would not want that to be a piece of the process. I guess because it seems like the better answer, but as I was, as I was thinking through it, I realized, eh, don't get too down on yourself, you know? Okay. It, it goes different ways. And in the end, you know, for me, when I come back to a piece of music that's in, that I'm working on, and I sit down without having heard it for a while, and on pro- upon first listen, it works then it doesn't matter what happened until then it, it it's you know it worked and yeah. or it's good you know and that's so important to realize or that's so refreshing sometimes to realize that you don't you don't have to keep um you don't have to keep chipping away at something if it actually works as is you know and this is maybe a little bit off off topic now but Again, actually, I don't know if Emily's still here, but it makes me think of Emily. Yeah. She's so good at just knowing when something is done, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's awesome because, you know, I'm, I'm the opposite way. I, so much of the time, I tend to just sit with my stuff for months sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas she's like, okay, cool. We did that. Check, check. We did that overdub. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. It's done. And I'm like, yes, I love that. It's, it is done. It's refreshing. Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, thank you for thinking that through. Um, is there anything that you want to, Part, you know, part of what I've been asking, it's weird because when I first started these, it was at the very, sort towards the beginning of the lockdown, it was all very immediate and now we're still here, but it's, we're more, I don't know. I don't know what the word for it to be more settled in what it is. I think yeah. in certain ways, um, it's, it's, 
so I would, you know, ask people like, how are you, how are you coping? Or do you have um, suggestions for people on just kind of getting through your day to day, you know, that, that have worked for you? Yeah. I'm coping well. I'm very fortunate to live. I live, I live in um, seven acres, you know, outside of a small town and, and mm -hmm. my wife is a chef. I can't complain about mm -hmm. anything um, ever. And so in that sense, um, I'm coping well, but it, I would say in early April, um, it was very different for me. I, I it was, it kind of it affected me in a way that I've not really known before. Actually, um, it's kind of, kind of a roller coaster. Not really a roller coaster, but kind of like uh, there was a distinct decline and then um, mm -hmm. a gradual rise up and and, yeah. and I think I've kind of settled in a nice middle place that that would be that would be a boring roller coaster but it's got all the dynamic range of of one I think yeah um but no it was like I I don't know if it was you know anxiety about um you know safe my own safety or my family's safety or mm -hmm. if it was actually just this more kind of looming uh just fear for the world at large and and so yes. many of the things that are going on and i think it's both but i think that um in coming out of that kind of most intense period where for a couple of weeks i think it was it was harder coming out of that i guess i'm coping better now in that I'm for better or worse, just a little, um, not in denial, but just a little bit detached. I've just kind of allowed myself to uh, unplug a little bit. And I think that's mm -hmm. helped me to just yeah. do stuff and, you know, feel better. Yeah. Totally. There's definitely a balance between being informed and just getting stressed, looking at everything. And... Right. Yeah, it's, it is. And it's, it's a tricky one to strike. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that a lot of us feel that. Um, yeah. So I might be guilty of sliding a little too far towards, you know, tuned tuned out um lately but yeah. i'm okay with that yeah it's it's still going on <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um okay well um i think that's it as far as uh you know things i wanted to ask you about i really appreciate you you know kind of digging into that and sharing what your your career looks like and how you've been and where can people uh, find your, your music and support your music? Uh, all the, all the normal places. Um, you know, this, this new record is out under my own 
name, Eric mm -hmm. Hall, and my other records are all out under the name in tall buildings. Um, but yeah, you know, all the places that people would normally go. Okay. Uh, it, ought, it ought to be there. Bandcamp okay. is always good. And um, is it on vinyl through Western Vinyl? Yes, it's in the, the, the LPs are in the mail. They're, they're going to be here Tuesday. And I think Brian, uh, I think, you know, the label will have them either that day or the next day, and then they'll be, they'll be shipping. Okay, great. Well, CDs too. What's that? CDs, CDs too. too. I think this record will actually sound best on, on CD for better or worse. I, I, if anyone still has a CD player in their car, I think I highly recommend it. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for having me. Weekend. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for being on. All right. right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was Eric Hall of Intel Buildings. Thank you guys for watching. If you missed some of it, um, it's going to be on my IGTV um, tab, whatever, and Instagram. And then I'm also going to put it up on YouTube, where I have um, all the other music therapy interviews and informational videos I've done on YouTube. The link to that playlist is in my bio. Um, as I said earlier, I'm going to play a song to finish out, which I typically do. And I committed myself this weekend to playing new songs that I've been writing during this time. So we'll see how it goes, but thanks for uh, giving me the space to try it. This one is called Camera Obscura. Let's see, I'll put this back a little. Reality is but everyone. 
Chicago musician. He's wonderful. He has a new album out too, and he also has this really amazing artwork he does. Um, you can listen to my music on Spotify, Bandcamp. You can get the vinyl from Western Vinyl right here. Um, it's called I See You Among the Stars. And um, hope you guys are doing well, getting out on this beautiful day and uh, taking care of yourselves. I miss you, and uh, see you tomorrow.